It looks like we have another tragic story of an investor who didn't leave a will, and now their children are fighting a financial battle that they can't handle. My name is A.B. Ridgeway, and I'm the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things in My Mom's Favorite Christian Financial Advisor. And today, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about preparing your will. Now, we know what we are supposed to do, but how we do it becomes the hard part. A listener wrote in, and this is what they said. My father died in 2021 with no will. He shared a home with his second wife. The house is financed under both their names with a small amount of equity, $40,000. She moved out of state shortly after he died. I moved into the house and have been paying the note since. She can't afford the monthly payments. I am second in succession as his only child. I need a place to live while I fix my other home. I offered them the opportunity to sell it to me, to keep it for her and make payments, or to sell it outright. They thought about it for two months, but they moved her and some furniture out, and I moved in. Now no one answers me, and the house is located in New Mexico. What can I do? Now, this is a terrible situation. You have a father who has passed away, a stepmother who has left the state, and a home that is just sitting idle. And worst of all, there is no will which should give everyone instructions on what to do. This could have been solved with a $200 or so uh, will from Trust and Will. You know, you outline your assets and give instructions on who gets what. It's basically just a questionnaire. You fill it in and at least you have something. And what I'm getting from the letter, she's the only child. It could have read something like 50% of my assets to my daughter, the house goes to my daughter, and the rest of the estate goes to my wife. Something like that. I'm not a lawyer. That's why we always seek the professional help of uh, attorneys when drafting up these wills and these trusts. But since there's no will, the beneficiaries are stuck following the instructions of the state. So in New Mexico, if a person dies and leaves behind a spouse and children, their spouse receives 100% of their community property and one quarter of their separate property with their children receiving the rest. And I think she should get the ball rolling with the probate and contact the surrogate's court or county courthouse so an administrator can be appointed for her father's estate. Now, obviously, the stepmother either doesn't want anything to do with it or she's grieving and just as confused as everyone else. When someone passes, it is not the time to be making life changing decisions. That's why we should do them early when we are in a good state of mind. So if you're not in the grieving process right now, this will be a time to do it. But a majority of people make financial decisions at crucial life milestones. You know, when people die, when people get married, when children are born, when someone loses a job, they go through a divorce. That's when they try to make those financial changes. And actually, it should be done prior to. Well, in this case, she also could petition the probate court to appoint her as the administrator of her father's estate. Now, either way, it's time to focus on her father's estate rather than paying the mortgage on this house. To me, that's a waste of money. Why would you pay someone else's debt? I know she wants to quote unquote save the house, but the ultimate decision is not hers, but her stepmother's. As his only child, she will be entitled to three quarters of his separate estate, but that does not include his house, given that he shared it with his wife. And I'm assuming if the stepmom is on the mortgage, she's also on the deed. And most couples would own a property as joint tenants with their right of survivorship. Once again, just wasting money by paying that mortgage. 
As a certified private wealth advisor professional with over a decade of experience, mixed families can be very complicated to sort out. We are assuming that the father had separate property to begin with. If he didn't take the time to create a will, it is safe to say he didn't take the time to separate his assets after he got remarried. I've seen whole estates be transferred to the new spouse and their children, leaving the deceased biological children with nothing. Once the estate is passed on to the spouse, they have every right to designate new beneficiaries and they don't have to include the original children. Understand this, wills are not complicated documents. A majority of a will is simply writing down who gets what and your major assets, your bank accounts, your house, your car, etc. Also, making sure your bank account matches that will documentation because the titling of your bank will trump any will. If you're a co-owner of a bank account, you can only designate your portion. If you share that with your new wife, your kids are not entitled to her portion. And it's really sad that at a time this daughter should be grieving her father, she has to deal with this. And I pray this doesn't happen to you. If you haven't started your will and need help, schedule a consultation at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and we can discuss your options because no father would want his daughter to go through something like this. It says in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. It is on us as Christian investors to make sure that our children inherit something, not having a will and risk their child getting nothing does not align with biblical principles. So be sure to subscribe, like, and comment, because if you want to reduce the probability of dealing with your beneficiaries and the mortgage and all those things at the time of death, then that means you need to pay down the mortgage as soon as possible. It looked like they had a little bit of equity, but maybe they could have had a little bit more. So to help you out, be sure to check out episode number 182. It's how Christians can pay off their mortgage faster with little to no extra money. We go over a strategy that can knock years off of a 30-year mortgage and reduce the amount of interest paid over the life of a loan with little to no extra money, as I said. Well, that is it for me. My name is A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Warren Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Warren Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnest Team podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.